We ready, Freddy's? Yes. Peyton's been ready. Snug as a bug in a rug. Yes. When I, I stop yawning, I am. <laughs> stop. Stop. You better. You know what I did? I woke up at one point this morning, and I was like, I really have to pee. But it was like midnight, and I was like, absolutely not. So then I went back to sleep and woke up at 3.16, and guess what? You didn't pay the bed. <laughs> my body was like, girl, you need to go. So I took my dear sweet time getting out of the bed, and I did that thing where you close your eyes as much as you can mm-hmm. so that you don't lose the sleepy feeling. Mm-hmm. And then I went. It's always whenever I have a busy day the next day where I wake up in the middle of the night and have to pee. I don't know. It goes through phases with me where I just like constantly have to get up to go pee. There was a week a few a few weeks ago <laughs> where I woke up like three nights in a row and had to pee. And I was like, girl, stop chugging water. But I always get so thirsty before bed. So um, y'all, let me start with the episode, I guess, and then we'll get to it. Welcome back to the Let's Call it Nothing podcast where we discuss all things fangirl i'm caitlin i'm peyton i'm reva <laughs> if you're I'm watching a video of this <laughs> which probably will not be released <laughs> there's a reason reva's not in it she looks so ugly today wow thanks guys <laughs> there's also not a reason why i have glitter on my face <laughs> there's also not a reason why i'm fat no <laughs> no there is a reason <laughs> carbs um <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that <laughs> on any of it. I don't know where I was going with any of it either, y'all. We just couldn't, we couldn't uh, fit Reba into the thing, and I don't, I don't not, think. She, not unless she, us she can't the, sit with us. couch, and that would not be good for any of you us. ends up with one of us kind of sitting on top of each other. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I finally got a chair, and we're going to use it. Mm-hmm. We're going to use it. Reba's going to use it. She has mm-hmm. claimed it. I've offered to sit in it, and she's like, I'm good. And then she slid halfway out of it earlier, just mm-hmm. casually. I think she was casually on the floor. <laughs> Sometimes that's just where you have to be. Like, why are you on the floor? I did say that several times today. Yeah. Why are you on the floor? She didn't ask me that when I was sitting on the floor, but it was more like whenever I saw a kid just laying. Mm -hmm. Though one of them, she did uh, whack herself in the face with a poster and then ended up on the floor. Oh, so yeah, it's one we were talking about earlier. I've told y'all this, but like I have kids that we watch TV like when it's close for them to go home and I constantly tell them to quit laying down in the floor you know, just sit up in the floor and they never listen to me. Well, I had another they never listen. There we go. Yeah. So I had another kid walking backwards, not paying attention. Why he was walking backwards. I still don't know, but he stepped on another kid's face and I had a, I couldn't decide whether or not I, sh- who I should get onto in the moment. So it's bad. One of my um, most like villain arc childhood memories uh-huh. was when uh, my childhood nemesis had the TV fall on her head mm-hmm. at daycare whenever we were watching the movie. And then the TV was all messed up afterwards. And I was kind of mad about it. I, I, she was okay. I have questions. Like, <laughs> like hey, let me add that. <laughs> you know how I used to like strap them on the TV? Or strap the TV on the cart? Oh, okay. And how did it manage to fall on her head? I don't know. But I'm like, did I make what, this up? Was I it, know it happened. Was it her shenanigans is what I want to know. She was probably trying to be on, like, the center of attention on the TV. I, I, I don't know. I'm making I, it up. know who it is. So well, I, I said my childhood nemesis. I mean, it was obvious, but. Not my current nemesis. <laughs> That's different. I don't hate anybody right now. I don't. Not even me? Do you want me to? <laughs> 
Just starting to sleep. Look at me that way. No, I'm not a hater. Okay. <laughs> me, me earlier. So and so can't be my friend because I'm horrible to my friends. <laughs> oh, she's saying that, and I'm like, I know. It's true. And I think about like people, people like I got into that friend place with, and I say something kind of mean, and they take it a hard way, and I'm like, uh oh. Ooh, I don't know if this is gonna work. Yeah. I do it out of love. It's like having a sister. I really, I am the mean sister. She's so relate to Nesta. I am Angelica. I was uh when I have the little, I have like two year when I have the two year olds, they beg to watch the babies and it's mm-hmm. Rugrats. Mm-hmm. They're like babies, we want babies. And they're terrified of Angelica. <laughs> no, but I was sitting here like, did you get it? I was like Caitlin's story arc is <laughs> makes sense. I mean Angelica's awful, but it makes sense. There was just be. something about her. It was okay. where I was, I'd like admired it. What <laughs> kills me? Doing a deep dive into Caitlin right now. So we talked about this before. So like I was watching the episode where there's a wedding happening and Angelica's the flower girl and everybody's like, oh, she's such a beautiful little angel. And she's sitting there batting her eyes and making a big show of it. And I was like, this checks. This is why Caitlin loves to be mean to the babies. Check and be the center of attention. Also check. Places where I'm not that at, I'm like, don't look at me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so weird. Mm-hmm. We're not getting into my neuroses today, except for the ADHD. I'm sorry, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Terribly sorry. It's bad today. Anyway, we discuss all things fangirl this season. We're discussing <laughs> Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yars. I said Sarah Jane. <laughs> um, Rebecca. no, no, and I'm not going to get into it. But no, there's a lot of reasons why that wouldn't work. Starting today's episode, do we want to discuss the elephant in the room? The I don't know where it went. It's over there. The elephant's over there. The seven hundred pound dragon in the room. Yeah, it's over there. Actually, I'm I'm sure they're more than seven hundred pounds, but so we're recording this. Um, like seven hundred tons. About that's the one I was looking for. About a week and a half. We're recording this about a week and a half after Iron Flame dropped. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peyton and I have finished it. Reba's working on it, so. Yes. We are not going to spoil anything for her or for y'all, but um, it happened. I I was so excited to get my copy. Yes. I got it a day early, and it was I was at work, which, okay, let's back up a day before that. <laughs> I, two days. That's Saturday. Ray was like, can we record this episode? That's, no, we can't. <laughs> Saturday, I got a notification saying it had been shipped from, where was it? I forgot where I've been shipped from. A state. Texas. I, no, yours was in Texas. Texas Mine yeah. was in like Kentucky or something. I yeah. don't remember. But like far away where I was like, am I going to get this early? And obviously nothing happened on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, it's it's not going to come, you know, mm-hmm. the day before whatever. But then it was like truly not that far away. And I was like, I could drive to the place where, like, it's so close. And I was like, there's no way it's coming Monday. I get a notification while I'm at work on Monday saying it has arrived. It has been delivered. And I'm like, why am I still here? Yeah. And then we had a freaking staff meeting that day, that day after school. And I was like, I have places to be. And then I get home and I'm like, now I have to film a reel. And that took way too long because it wasn't working. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't sit down and start reading till like 6 p.m. And I was like, the amount of hours I have wasted working, mm-hmm. like, and doing other stuff today instead of reading this book. 
Anyway, I was so excited to be started before everyone else in the world. Not everyone. A lot of other people got their copies early. She was being a bragger. <laughs> I was like, y'all, I'm not bragging, but like truly, it, I know I was. It was so bad that I told one of my, I told my <laughs> kids that we share kids and I told them, I was like, when you see Miss tomorrow, tell her, ha ha, you can't read your book. And they sure did. And I had like no context of it, <laughs> which is usually when they tell me that kind of stuff. And I was like. Well, she doesn't have a book at all. <laughs> and what was okay? So that happened, and then I get all of Caitlin's Snapchats because Caitlin thinks that she has to vlog her life for us. Indeed, <laughs> Snapchat, via Snapchat, and she's like, I don't know if you sent it like in a if you set it out like through the video or if you sent it in a text. But you're like Peyton, if you want to come get the book while I'm at work tomorrow. Oh yeah, and I'm like. Now I kind of feel bad that I sent the kids after her, but <laughs> I I had to work all day anyway, so I couldn't have read it. But yeah, I was a little I was a little jealous that she got it early, and then mine didn't show up until like three or four. Mm-hmm. Like I could have picked it up on my lunch yeah. break, and then it didn't show up on yeah. my lunch break. Read it. There was so much hype around it. I love seeing everything from the release parties. Reba mm-hmm. went to a release party that looked like so much fun. Yeah. Any thoughts on that? I mean, it was interesting, but it was really short because there wasn't, yeah. I feel like it It would have been a lot more fun to go to the actual midnight release one. This was like day yeah. of, morning of. So it was mm-hmm. just like immediately walk into the store, buy your book and oh, like yeah. get freebies. And then it's like, oh, upstairs is like some free breakfast and like free coffee. Wait for You're saying the word free and I'm like, that sounds like a fun time. I have regrets now that I wasn't there. Yeah, it, it was, but like. I wish it would have been longer than like yeah. 30 minutes, basically. Yeah. And then I hated seeing just how many people finished it in that same day. And I was just like, what are you doing with your life? Like, also, how? Yeah. I've read the book now. How did how? you sit down and read that? The podcast that I listened to where they talk about it, the Fantasy Fangirls podcast, uh, one of them talked about how she just, as soon as she got back from the midnight release party, she sat on her couch and read for like 20 hours. Did she like, only only got up to like go to the bathroom and eat like did not move. And I was like, with this book, how I could think of very few books where I could read in one sitting. I, just, and I can't even do that. I don't know. I just don't think fantasies are the kind of books you no. just sit down and read. It's like my brain sitting. would turn to a pile of mush. And this one, I by the time I got to the weekend, which I was like, I need to finish it for my own sanity. And so that I can stop avoiding spoilers. I I had to read a lot of it. I was about halfway mm-hmm. through it and I had to read a lot of, of it in like two days. Mm-hmm. And that was a lot for my brain. Yeah. Anyway, the, uh, the a lot of the things that I was seeing was about the quality of the book. So first off, the sprayed edges, everyone was like ranting and everything about the possibility of not getting spray edges. Yeah. And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> But then she got her book first a day early uh-huh. and she got her sprayed edges. <laughs> and I was like, I kind of hate this. Yeah, she wasn't happy about it. But then I was like, my ass is going to get it the day of and it's not going to have the sprayed edges. And not that I need that, but the fact that she'd been bragging this whole time. And if she got the sprayed edges and I didn't get the sprayed edges, I was going to be a little pissed. I was like, I would trade, but like, this is my book. <laughs> 
it's mine. You know, we already have an experience together. Yeah. Like, I can't just trade. It'd be it'd be weird. Yeah, it would. Switched at birth or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, <laughs> but my book did have the sprayed yeah. edges. Um, and a lot of people were talking about them being all scuffed up, and I was like, "What do you expect?" <laughs> it's Amazon. Um, also, also, like, it's just black sprayed edges. Like, there's gonna be some quality mishaps yeah like you're gonna have mine just had a few dots on the bottom yeah that that's a minus but the, the quality of the sprayed edges is very different between the two places that they were printed that's at, interesting mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i haven't like investigated that myself but you have yeah so i ended up with two copies of the books yeah. and one is from each of the printing locations so one is printed mm-hmm. in italy and the other is printed in the u.s mm-hmm. and it's very obvious that the ones that are printed in Italy were the rush job ones because mm-hmm. the quality of like the sprayed edges, like the book covers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Cause I know you probably will mention like the, the mm-hmm. scratch on yours, like all of that stuff is a lot less in the one that's from Italy mm-hmm. versus the one that's in the U S. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, mine has like a scratch on the cover and whatever. And I've ordered books from Amazon before and you know, that's just something to be expected. Mm-hmm. It's not like going into a store and being able to like go to the back of the row and get like, the, the, perfect, the perfect I was in Walmart doing that one day and I was like I look like the biggest like nerd right now yeah but um and then some of the funniest mishaps that I've seen was okay the dra- missing dragon on chapter 17 that was just like okay that's weird my favorite I haven't even noticed if there was dragons or not on the chapters mine had the dragon my favorite was the spine of so many people's books saying fourth wing. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what in the world? So that I've seen some that say in videos that say fourth wing. And I've also seen some in videos where it says iron flame, but it's the line is backwards. Yeah, it's in the wrong too. direction. I was just like, and I've, I've gotten, I can think of one book that I have where there's like a, an issue. And then it's one of my infernal devices books where uh, there's two pages that are like swapped. Yeah. Like they were just put in the book, binded wrong or something printed wrong. I'm not really sure. I'm not a book printing expert or binding expert anyway, but those mishaps, like we were talking about it earlier. We were talking about uh, the publisher in general being, mm-hmm. we believe indie. And I honestly think they didn't know what they were getting into. I think it, and they are trying to take full advantage of the absolute hype that this series is getting into. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you really got to find the right resources and yeah. people. Yeah. Like, I I think we there's definitely some issues with this publishing company because of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like, like, even the a lot of people had books where the pages were, like, completely out of order. Oh, yeah. Misprinted. Misprinted. Yeah. Like the only problem I had with my book was that there was a couple of pages that had a gray streak. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Through that. Like and it was only like two or three pages mm-hmm. and wasn't a big deal. The the letters were still legible and mm-hmm. I could read it, but I could see somebody else's copy being mm-hmm. worse and them not being able to read it. It it definitely like says something about them taking off more than they could chew. And it being kind of rushed yeah. because they realized like, okay, we need to print a lot more than we initially thought. And if it's a smaller publishing company, they probably don't have the resources. Yeah, they're probably outsourcing a lot. 
for this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And also there's not a quality control, enough quality control yeah. going out. Mm-hmm. So I could definitely see, and I hate that it's put on Rebecca mm-hmm. for, you know, all of it, but I haven't personally looked at the Amazon review, but I did see people talk about how it did have a lower rating because people were rating the book off of the physical copy copy and not off the content at all. And mm-hmm. they were giving it a lower rating because mm-hmm. of how it came to them. Yeah. In which case I think Amazon should have different rating systems for different things, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm not going to get into that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I have a lot of thoughts on iron flame in general. So mm-hmm. that's just one of the, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, I still haven't fully rated the book because if you, you know, look, if you look, ours is rated on it's rated it's on good grades, grades but, but the way that I write is uh, quarter stars, and I haven't decided what to give it exactly based off of my feelings. If I were to do the quarter stars, I don't think I, I don't think it would be as high. Um, I don't think I, but I'm 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 in between. Uh, personally, I did like Fourth Wing better, just mm-hmm. overall. I liked iron flame better but it had its it had some major issues and that's all i'll say i mean i think fourth wing's got some pretty good big issues too so yeah and uh hopefully we have iron flame discussions later later 2024 hello hello but we're gonna save them and even as we continue on with our fourth fourth wing discussions your southern um, draw coming out. something came out i'm not sure what um parmesan <laughs> parmesan parmesan only if you listen to the last few episodes do you get that reference but uh as we continue our fourth wing discussions we're going to going to try to avoid as much as our iron flame thoughts but there will be a lot of times where i'm like you need to remember this. Mm, this might be important. Oh, I finally understand this because <laughs> that's actually, I finally understand what they're talking about. I get this I'm, now. I'm like, oh, I've heard this multiple times. It must be important now. And like, th- this is a different kind of situation because like with Akotar, I had read all the books. So I already knew what happened later in the series. I had already experienced them. Fourth Wing was like a first time reading experience, reading the first one. And now I have read the second one, as we're still covering the first one. Yes. So it's an interesting experience, but there was no way that I was going to wait to read it. No. Because I would have been spoiled. Yes. And I was trying not to be because I w- did spoil myself on Fourth Wing. And I got to say, Caitlin finished the book before me. Mm-hmm. Y'all, that was the biggest joke. I was like, yeah, I'm going to finish before me. If Reba had picked it up, she would have. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I prioritized sleep over the last two weeks. I never prioritized <laughs> sleep. I should. I'll talk about what got me stop what stopped me from reading all of Iron Flame when we do our current obsessions in another episode. Are y'all ready to talk about the actual book now? Fourth wing. I don't know. Let's try it. <laughs> what happened last time? Oh <laughs> why would you ask that? I edited the episode a few days ago. And I have no clue. <laughs> Listen to our last episode to figure out what happened. I was trying to read for context clues. I don't see them. No, I'm not getting any clues either. Oh, oh, oh. Threshing uh, happened. No, 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 no. <laughs> yes, threshing did happen. That blah, blah, was not to you. It was to my fault. It's okay. Imogen started training Violet. Mm-hmm. You were ranting about working out. Yes, that's... That and did, hip that, abductors. That did. I, I remember did. that. 30 reps is too much. Even though I saw a workout routine that said 25, and I was like... 
Well, that's the thing. Really close to 30. 30 is fine. It's the, you need the breaks in between. Mm -hmm. So you wouldn't say 30 reps altogether. You Mm -hmm. would say that like altogether, but you would say. I know. I sounded really dumb talking about three three sets of 10. No, I was pausing because of the car, the the loud truck for the yeet yeet small dick. What are you talking about? Y'all, we're city girls. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I just live next to a highway. <laughs> I was trying to let that pass so it didn't get in the audio. I do just in case. City. Um, I usually don't notice. I was proud of myself. For, and then y'all didn't realize. <laughs> you need the break in between like 30 second breaks to build the muscle because you don't want to like over exert that muscle. That's when you call it three sets of 10. Three sets of 10. Yeah. <laughs> Not 30 reps. That's 10 reps. It's 10 reps three times. Three times. Yeah. <laughs> So it's semantics. I was arguing semantics, but still, I I just don't think it helped Violet. I was trying to help her out. <laughs> <laughs> trying to help out this fictional character that probably wouldn't listen to you anyway. No, yeah, because she's, as you said, the dumbest smart person. <laughs> yes. Okay, the smartest dumb person. I'm not sure which. Identify with our girl Violet sometimes. Mm-hmm. I really identify with someone in the second book, though. Because <laughs> she's a Angelica bitch. <laughs> Yeah, I, I already got a clue of who. You also did state it, but also got it anyway. There's someone else that I kind of hated at first, but then by the end I was like, she's okay. I like her. Oh, I know who it is. Um, like, she's awful, but I kind of am rooting for her. Caitlin being Caitlin. I I told Caitlin that she just likes bitches. <laughs> Stubborn bitches. Like, what do you mean? You knew exactly who you were referring to. You sent that text and I knew exactly what you meant. But Caitlin asked, what do you mean? She just loves stubborn bitches. Like it doesn't like it you can't stand the Mary Sue's of everything. The like you need to be a complete asshole of a person. The person that will die on the hill of something that means absolutely <laughs> nothing in the long run and re- they refuse to see the big picture and they just give a shit about themselves they or the people they're close to. You know those like the the boys were like I can fix them. Mm-hmm. It's like the girls. I'm like, but I am them. <laughs> I can fix myself, right? <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why Caitlin's a nest stand. Chapter eighteen. Strong. I have last time. It really doesn't matter. That's all we remember. <laughs> well, you say that, but every time we start an episode, Caitlin's like, "What happened last time, Peyton?" <laughs> I didn't get there yet to ask her, and then you did, and neither one of us can remember. We <laughs> I, I can't remember anything right now. I can't either. Just go on with this chapter. Chapter 18. There is nothing more sacred than the archives. Even temples can be rebuilt, but not rewritten. Colonel Daxon's Guide to Excelling in the Scribe Quadrant. Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. <laughs> I've been listening to their podcast. Well, yeah, I forgot they have one. Violet pushes a wooden cart toward the scribe quadrant. Since her new job is a library pickup and drop off. Living, laughing, loving. As she makes her way down the tunnels, she recognizes that her longing for the archives isn't as strong as it once been. She is greeted by a first year scribe who mentions missing her the day before. Violet explains she wasn't feeling well and we learned that she'd been having dizzy spells, likely due to dehydration. This was one of those things where I was just trying to pull out um, any mentions of any illness, which I have dizzy spells due to a lot of things, too. But we all know things are wrong with me. Uh Anyway, she continues walking as far as she's allowed to as a writer. Then Violet sees one of her oldest friends, Jacinia. 
Violet smiles with excitement, but knows she can't hug her friend or show that kind of affection. It's against the scribe's way of holding composure. And, I mean, we learn about the scribes throughout the the series. I can say that now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they remind me of, like, something from some form, like a book or something mm-hmm. else I've read. And the closest things I've gotten to is the uh, Silent Brothers from the Mortal instruments and like all those the shadow hunter books mm-hmm. and just like this very like monk like society i don't know what you're forgetting something what i probably am what the not this the the, uh, the priestesses the priestesses actually what i was trying to think of yeah <laughs> i couldn't remember yeah i i was gonna say it and then you asked me and i was like i can't remember what the word is <laughs> I was like, Reese. No, yeah, it's the priestesses. <laughs> Didn't you know? Obviously. <laughs> They're Two literally parts, the same. Yeah, yeah. Why did we not make that connection until right now as we were staring into each other's souls? Two hearts, one brain cell. <laughs> we have to be together for our powers to work. Yesenia <laughs> is a first-year scribe who we are led to believe is deaf because she and Violet use sign language to communicate. And this is another kind of... Um, I mean, this is one of the biggest so far, I think, besides Violet's yeah, uh, of illness of uh, type of representation. And I I mean, I've read books where there have been deaf or mm-hmm. mute characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always think it's interesting. And uh, while I was actually reading this book, I did not pick up on this at all. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you heard that correct. Blatantly, plainly obvious. I stand over the word signs the first time, and I just blocked it as I was listening to that podcast after I finished this book for a few weeks, and they said that she was deaf. And I, was like, I wish I could see Reba. I was like, huh? And then I was like, actually, that tracks. I just. <laughs> All the things for you to miss in this book. Yeah, it was a I major think, thing. I think I was reading and I zoned out during. This like part. this part, but I, like I, I got the gist of it, yeah. except for the fact that Justinia was deaf. It's okay. I didn't know she was relevant. I didn't know she wrote the book. <laughs> <laughs> it just says it in the beginning. Those dots either. I was entering my fantasy girl era. I well, would pick up on it now. What kills me is so we had <laughs> plans to do this for the podcast. So I tried to absorb as much information as possible. I tried to read the book. <laughs> Yeah. Um, she just wanted to finish it. She just wanted to finish it. And then it started her fantasy girl era. I'm saying that because every time you're like, I just had to power through. I'm like, it's so hard. I'm not You're like, I had to downgrade it. I'm like, I hate this. I had to downgrade it to 4.5 stars. Because there were some tough times trying to get through this. And I struggled through like most of the book, but I still gave it five stars on Goodreads. I'm a fantasy girl. Back to this. It is. It's okay because I missed some representation in here too that I sh- I'll I'll mention when we get there. I must have missed it too because I have no idea what you're talking about. I didn't know. But it's nothing like it's nothing major. Like it's an offhanded comment. So I mean, it's literally one word that you can pick up and then it's gone. I mean, I definitely missed it though. But also, Justinia's name is spelled different ways than this because I looked up the actual spelling. I wrote it Jessina. Jessenia. Is that how you're supposed to? I don't know which one it is. J-E-S-I-N-I-A. Jessenia. Okay. I was a girl on The Bachelor. I really liked her. Is that a name? Years ago. It's an actual name? Yeah. I didn't know. I liked her. She was really messy, though. It sounds like. (laughs) Okay, so that's why you liked her. 
liked her. If you're if you're listening, um, is it a sign of ADHD if you have a selective dyslexia? <laughs> a lot of things where I'm like, is that an ADHD? <laughs> so we're blaming everything on ADHD, and one of them is why Caitlin uh, read Suzume as Susan the whole time. Why? Suzanne. Why I thought Wyvern was Worvin this whole time, <laughs> and now Jacinya. I've been saying it right in my head. I just didn't bother to spell check myself. That's fine. Anyway, Jacinia states how worried she was when she found out Violet joined the writers. Violet simply says, I'm happy. Jacinia wonders if Violet. (laughs) (laughs) These are all signs. There was so many signs. I'm just going to keep on singing Exile by Taylor Swift. Violet simply signs. I'm happy. And if I knew signs, I would give them to y'all, but. I never see the signs. Jacinia wonders wonders if Violet isn't just constantly worried about dying. Violet says it's something she's just gotten used to. Anytime I get out on the road. (laughs) (laughs) Violet drops off books for the professor and shows Jacinia a note with the professor's request on them. Violet then asks if Jacinia knows if the scribe quadrant has a book of fables like the one she had to leave behind. Jacinia signs that she isn't familiar with that text. Violet explains with her hands that the book was just. (laughs) (laughs) With her hands. Violet explains that the book. This is important. This is important. Violet explains that the book was just something her dad used to read her. Mm-hmm. Just, 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 <laughs> signs that she will keep an eye out for it. Not an ear. Damn it, Caitlin. Poor and sensitive soul. Proud of yourself. <laughs> no, I'm trying to find where I stopped. Violet signs her gratitude and Jacinia takes her leave to grab the books. Professor Markham, the head scribe, greets Violet with five students following him. He explains to the students that Violet was supposed to be his protege until the writer's quadrant stole her away. He had always hoped she would come back, but she went on and bonded with two dragons. Someone gasped. (gasps) Professor Markham asked Violet to tell a student who had just been complaining about the air quality why it was so stuffy in the archives. I don't like Professor Markle. <laughs> Does anybody? Extra looking at this. Violet explains the less air, the less likely it would be to catch on fire. And I read this and I was like, this place going to go up into flames at some point in the series. I don't know when, but at some point. We're not there yet. <laughs> Spoiler alert. We haven't made it there in either book. I know. I'm saying in the series as I was reading this part. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just saying. You said spoiler alert, like it's going to happen. No, I said spoiler alert. It's not going to happen in the next two books. <laughs> Another student asked why they have to wear those stuffy hoods. Fashion, she said. Fashion. Fashion. <laughs> Violet explains it's assembled to prove nothing was more import- important than the books in the archive. With talking about scribe life. Hashtag scribe life. <laughs> <laughs> she feels a pangu homesickness markham says his goodbyes and leaves with the students aren't y'all happy i'm done yes <laughs> now i'm gonna zone out and i apologize it's okay through their mental bond and darna notes that violet is sad and tells her it is hard to love a second home as much as it is the first that's important no i feel like it is yeah i felt like it was while i was reading because mm-hmm. 
and Darnie. Violet tells Indarna that the Rider's Quadrant is the right home for her. Jacenia reappears and signs that there is no copy of the Book of Fables located in the archives. Violet finds it this odd since archives, since the archives had almost all books. Caitlin would like me to read a small paragraph. It's Violet going, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. I threw my book and we're in the archives. So funny. (laughs) I stare for a second. Our archives have either a copy or the original of almost every book in Navarre. Only ultra rare or forbidden tomes are excluded. When did folklore become either of those? Though, come to think of it, I never came across anything like the fables of the Baron on the shelves while I was studying to become a scribe. Chimera? Yes. Kraken? Sure. But Wyvern and the Venom that create them? None. Bizarre. That's all right. Thank you for looking. I sign back. <laughs> Am I being petty? Yes. I feel like this was... I don't Can know. you stop? <laughs> this went on for pages, though. That's what kills me about this. Pages. What? The word them, sign? Them signing to each other. Read the little tags. I'll just scan over them. I didn't. I don't pay attention, okay? I'm it's, sorry. It's okay. I'm just picking. She wonders why they would want to censor some silly fables. Um, This is one of those moments where I was like, oh, Violet, you're one of those girls. <laughs> She's <laughs> me. Those people. She's Caitlin. No. <laughs> just being like, oh, like, why would they do so? They don't lie. They have everything. They wouldn't do this. And I was just like, oh, honey. Honey. I, I was honestly just like, honey, I think we're in for it. I'm not sure what we're in for at this point, but we're in for it. I feel like you, I don't know, if she was naturally suspicious, it would have all fell apart by now. She's so. never naturally suspicious. Yeah. There's no. zero suspicion. <laughs> She's just Ever. like, do, 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 oh, shit. <laughs> That's odd, but... <laughs> I won't save that tidbit of information for later. <laughs> I'm really thirsty right now. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Apples. Anyway. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Violet signs to Jacinia. Thank you for looking. Wait, we've already been. <laughs> Good. Violet signs to Jacinia. Thank you for looking. Jacinia signs that Violet looks different. Not bad. Just different. Me. <laughs> Violet states that she's been training. She then asks Jacinia if she's happy where she's at. Jacinia signs to her that she is. <laughs> I fucking hate you. For those that don't know, Caitlin just give gave a thumbs up. Just she. Thank you for. I'm so tired. Violet is happy to hear the news. Jacinia tells Violet that she is worried for her because of how much conflict is happening at the border. Violet just agrees it is not good. Mm, that's not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something bad. It's very wicked. I wonder if Rebecca Yaris likes Wicked. There's a lot of parallels. She probably does. I can see it. Jacinia (laughs) asks about Dane. Violet tells her it's a long story. Jacinia signs that she will be in the archives around this time every day so she can get the juicy gossip from Violet. They say their goodbyes. I love this, like, kind of bestie ship. I want more. Violet rushes to the mess hall to get some food before lunch ends. She sits down with her now usual group, Rhiannon, Riddick, Sawyer, Imogen, and Quinn. Riddick tries to tell Violet some big news about Sawyer. Sawyer doesn't seem as thrilled. Riddick's such like a nosy bitch. Being like, here's everyone's business. Riddick, yes, (laughs) he is. Riddick tells 
Violet that Sawyer's signet power is metal bending. Riddick states how badly he wants his signet. (laughs) Sawyer tells him he would be thinking twice about that. Sawyer is having trouble eating his food because he couldn't control his powers yet, and the metal might stab him in the mouth. And uh, this gives me that episode of That's a Raven whenever she finds the other people with the special abilities. And there's that girl who's like, watch this. And she like bends a fork or a spoon or something with her mind. Mm-hmm. I always I think of that way too often. It's not like my Roman Empire. It's like a couple of empires down below that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like once a year, I think about that. <laughs> so my only like spoon bending thing, metal bending, it's like a it's a popular like psychic thing like oh i can bend a spoon with mm-hmm. my mind and um i always think of ghost hunt with reba oh yeah there's an entire there's series of episodes based on someone who claims claims they can do that and they're like you can't i have an idea for book two of the dark one now thanks <laughs> who's gonna do it katori while lucas is eating <laughs> just like dodges his mouth <laughs> It's We're only, not going to explain that one. It's always Katori. That's actually my Roman Empire. Katori. <laughs> it's just Katori. Anyway, Riddick agrees that maybe having new powers isn't all that great. <laughs> Quinn tells him that he would gain his signet when dra- when his dragon decides to trust him with that power. He just better hope it's before the six months is up or he might explode. <laughs> that's a Katori statement. <laughs> just better hope it happens in the next six months or you're going to... And he's like, uh, pardon? Imogen scolds her for trying to scare the first years. Imogen goes on to explain the relics are conduits. And if they don't let out their dragon powers, then bad things would happen. (laughs) All the first years stare, obviously. Quinn adds that the magic will consume them. This whole like conversation and the direction it took, I was just like, me reading into it. Did this happen? This, who did this happen to? I want to know more. Yeah. So. It may show up. Did it? I said it may. No, me me to you. Did it? You to me. Did it? Okay. <laughs> I was like, did I miss something? <laughs> Again? <laughs> I think it might be <laughs> book three. We might. It's book on the three. way. <laughs> book three. Hey, I'm not coming up with any theories to book three after book two. <laughs> anyway. We were right um, <laughs> and wrong. I was right and wrong. Anyway, my timeline was a little screwed up. Riddick states that it's always something around here. <laughs> okay, if y'all don't know by now, I am Riddick. Like, Caitlin's Violet. I'm Riddick just all the way through. Always something. We're always going to We're going to die. Like, there's no way out of it. We're going to die. I'm going to crack jokes in the meantime. I mean, are you just going to continue to read or is it me now? Oh, <laughs> I just kept on reading. Say, yeah. hey Peyton. You're... Well, I was waiting for you to finish your thought because you kept going, and then I was like, I appreciate you interrupt us. Yeah. Do you not know we're just I I am running on crazy juice and have been for the past three hours. I was like twenty six years. Yeah, that too. It's just more. I was like, how old are you? Twenty six. You'll be 27 next month. I, I always like make my birthday a couple months ahead just so I can like already get my brain. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm 27. I'm getting there. When y'all turn 27, I start preparing myself. <laughs> You're like, what is it like? Anyways, 
I'll start at the top. <laughs> Imogen reassures them there's not a deadline, just an average. Riddick states that it's always something around here. I'm Riddick and he is me. <laughs> it's almost like we've had this conversation before. <laughs> I think I've seen... Uh, it's Exile by Taylor Swift again. <laughs> Sawyer adds that he's feeling luckier now that he's got his signet and doesn't have to worry. Violet tells him that they'll get him wooden cutlery and he'll probably need to avoid sparring with weapons for a while. Look at her making accommodations. I know. Um, but she can't take that. Honestly, that tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I had to add the word cutlery because, <laughs> and it has nothing sounds, to do with this. That tracks too. <laughs> it has nothing to do with this. So... I'm watching Love is Blind. It might have been the ultimatum. I'm pretty sure it was Love is Blind, though, where they're, like, meeting. They're showing each other their houses. And when I was like, I have to have copper silverware. I love my copper silverware. silverware. <laughs> and it drove me up No, that's the what wall. I would say. I'm like, you gotta stop. It's not silverware. It's like hauling a Pepsi product to Coke and just, like. Yeah. I mean, it. It makes sense, but that one just, like, was nails on a chalkboard. Also, uh, have you heard people say the hot water heater? All the time. Yeah. That's what my mom rolled down the hill accidentally one day. <laughs> yeah. So She is my mother. My boss's biggest pet peeve is people saying hot water heater. How often does she hear that, that it grinds her gears that know. much? I don't know. There's a lot of things that grinds her gear, gears, so I guess it makes sense. But, yeah, hot water heater. It heats the hot water. <laughs> <laughs> she's like it heats the water to make it hot why are you calling it a hot water heater i'm like because water heater is boring i want those h's <laughs> satisfies something in me <laughs> we love alliteration i around love here. it sawyer says at least flight lessons wouldn't be bad riley could feel a tingling sensation at the back of her head and mm -hmm. knew she'd find zayden looking at her if she bothered to turn uh, uh, just hold on to it okay just yeah. hold on to the it tingly feelings I get tingly feelings sometimes, but not because some shadow daddy's looking at me. Violet gets them all the time from the shadow daddies. My stalker. That's another book you read. <laughs> Zayd, not Zayden. I read it as Zayden all the time. We'll talk about that in our current obsession. <laughs> Shoot me. Rihanna tells them she hates afternoon flight lessons after breakfast and lunch. Violet agrees while still eating her lunch. Y'all girl shame. Shovels food in face. Mm-hmm. Imogen tells Violet to finish her food and she'll see her for training tonight. Then Imogen and Quinn leave. Rhiannon asks Violet if Imogen was nicer to her during training, which is really funny for her to ask. Violet says no, but she's efficient. Then she asks Sawyer what Professor Carr is like, the wielding professor. Sawyer tells her that he is terrifying and he can't wait for everyone to see his type of instruction. Pushes off of cliffs. Violet looks over to see Jack congratulating a girl. Riddick explains she bonded with the dragon that morning. Really? Is that Jack congratulating a girl? Yeah. Okay. They're besties. What? Why are you looking at me like that? Mm-hmm. Can we, like, not? <laughs> Caitlin's having a seizure, so just go. <laughs> when Rhiannon states she thought that dragon had already bonded, Violet explains his rider died during the first flight lesson. Rhiannon was shocked the unbonded are able to get another shot at the dragons. Sawyer is visibly tense, but agrees. Later, Tarn says that Violet fell off 12 times. Violet doesn't know if that's a compliment. Is that good or bad? That'd be me. Uh, You're just stating that. Like, are you, you mad? Yeah. It's like telling me my hair is long. You'll have to be more specific. <laughs> Your hair is clean. Tarn tells her to take it as she wishes. 
Violet points out Tarn is doing extremely difficult moves with Professor Kaori. Kaori, I couldn't remember how to say it. Well, it depends on what you feel like. Caitlin says Kaori, I say Kaori. Oh, uh, my brain went Kaori first, but it's not a win. You. <laughs> Kayla's like, any win is a win in my book. (laughs) While the professor is showing them the basics, Tarn responds that he is training Violet for battle. Professor Cowrie is performing partly tricks. Violet asks if Andarna can join them next week. Tarn tells her it would be pointless for her to be there and she's safer out of the public eye. He's like, "Uh, no. (laughs) Like, it's pointless for her to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Violet whines that she's always stuck with Tarn's grumpy ass. And Donna tells her through their bond that she will always be with her. Tarn then reminds her, this grumpy ass just caught you a dozen times, Silver One. Violet points out that he never calls her by her name, only Silver One. Tarn says he's aware, but he could also call her violence like the wing leader. Dude, I wish I paid attention to this before now, but, and it's, they pro- it's probably fun. It's probably nothing. But like, have... Do the dragons address their riders by name ever? I don't know. Tarn I was doesn't. like, can they? <laughs> Me overthinking every minor detail because I didn't pick up on the major details. I don't. Th- <laughs> I don't think Violet. Uh, I don't think. Uh, I think Andarna's might have called her Violet. Well, Andarna's special. Andarna She's a feather tail. But he, Tarn doesn't call Andarna Andarna either. He calls her he Golden just- One. He's just an old man. He just likes to name them by their color. He's colorist. Yeah. <laughs> he gives them all nicknames. Silver one. Golden so one. So he doesn't have to actually remember their names. Or maybe it really is something deeper. Does he call Scale? Skyle? Does he call Skyle? Babe? No. He calls her blue one. It's like I got all my bitches <laughs> in the rainbow. You know all the, you know, all the hoes in different area codes will... He's got all his hoes and all the hues. That's <laughs> our episode title. No, it'll just be in the, the description. <laughs> Go look out for it. <laughs> Violet tells Tarn how annoying Zayden is. Tarn points out that her heart rate spikes when he's around. He's like, this is clearly an enemies to lover situation. <laughs> I don't know where you've been, Violet. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. It's not- really annoying for me. Violet argues back, but Tarn doesn't respond. He starts to growl at someone's presence. Violet looks over to find Dane. Dane the pain. Dane the pain. I kept... There was something... Uh, somebody was, like, talking about a book, and the guy's name was Dane. I was like, Dane. <laughs> I can't take that name seriously anymore. Dane. Dane. Tarn tells her to warn <laughs> Dane that if he harms her, he'll scorch the ground where he stands. Violet just paraphrases this. Dane says he would never harm her. Tarn insists on her saying it again, word for word, and Violet complies. Dane just denies it again. I'll never hurt you, but I would never do anything to hurt you, Violet. Tarn decides to go eat a flock of sheep and leaves. (laughs) That's how it it is. It is. Dane's upset that she can't keep her seat while riding. And the way he like comes across, he's like, why the f*** didn't you tell me that you can't keep your seat? And now I'm like, okay, she's been busy. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, That'd be me. I'd be like, I forgot that you existed, Dane. I'm sorry. (laughs) Object (laughs) permanent. Damn Part it. of my ADHD. I can't help it. I forgot that we were friends. Maybe have kind of an asshole lately. Maybe that's Violet's actual problem is the ADHD. <laughs> Undiagnosed. That's why she's the dumbest smart person. 
Because she just keeps on forgetting. Oh, yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> and then it all clicks. It wasn't that, that, that. That's what oh, it is. Oh, yeah. I'm a genius. <laughs> like, you're very clever. You figure things out faster than anybody else. And she's like, but I've had all the clues there for four months. I just haven't put them together yet. <laughs> Wait a second. We didn't get to that point earlier um, in our yeah. private conversations. Dana's upset that she can't keep her seat while riding. I just said that. Violet tells him it's not a secret. Everyone in their wing knows about it. He should have a better handle on his squad. Sick burn. <laughs> Dana explains that he's upset that she didn't tell him. It's not the fact that she is almost falling to her death all the time. It's mm-hmm. that she didn't say that she had a problem. She didn't reach out for help. From him, because he would be so helpful. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe he would have. No, he'd have been like, just keep your seat. I don't understand what the problem is. He's like, nope, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to. That's really inappropriate. <laughs> say it. Say it. <laughs> I can help you practice. That's a good one. I'm proud of you. <laughs> we'll give it in if you complimented me. Dana asked how he can help. Excuse me while I hide my blush. Violet tells him there's no problem because Tarn can keep her in her seat via magic. Dane tells her it's a major problem because that'll drain Tarn's magic. And uh, uh, he kind of has a point, unfortunately. Violet says that's why she asked Tarn to let her just ride on her own. Dana asks how he can help. And he's hoping it's what Caitlin says. <laughs> we'll see that in a minute. Um, Violet lists out her flaws. She, she really does. She's like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I have a problem with this. Whoops. Violet lists out her flaws, but says that he doesn't have to worry because Imogen is training her. Dana already knows Zayden is behind this and states that Zayden doesn't have Violet's best interest in mind. He goes on to goes on about all the things that Zayden has done wrong and evidently works against Violet. Violet, however, is fed up. The two argue back and forth. And here is that scene. (laughs) (laughs) Will you at least tell me what part of the flight you have trouble with? At least let me help you with it. You want to listen to my flaws? I roll my eyes. My thighs are too weak, but I'm building muscle. My hands keep... Can't grip the pommel, but they're getting stronger. It took weeks for my biceps to heal, so I'm training that one too. But you don't have to worry about me, Dane. Imogen is training me. Because Riorson asked her to, he guesses, folding his arms across his chest. Probably. Why does it matter? Because he doesn't have your best interest in heart. At heart. I can't read. He shakes his head, looking more like a stranger than I've ever seen him before. First, it was bending the rules to make up the gauntlet. And yes, Amber lit into me for an hour about how you acted dishonorably. Dishonorably? This. And you just took her word for it without asking me what happened? She's a wing leader, Vi. I'm not about to question her integrity. There was an exclamation point. I proved myself with the codex and Riorson accepted it. He's a wing leader, too. Fine, you made it up. Don't get me wrong. I couldn't stand myself if something happened to you, whether you were handling the trial right or wrong, the right or the wrong way. And then I thought you'd be just fine if you survived threshing, but even bonded to the strongest of them. He shakes his head. Go ahead. Say it. My hands curl into fists. My nails bite into my palms. I'm terrified you're not going to make it to graduation by his shoulders slump. You know exactly how I feel about you, whether or not I can do anything about it. And I'm terrified. It's the last line that does it for me. Laughter bubbles up through my throat and escapes. Forget about this. His eyes widen. This place 
saying this. This place. Okay, yeah. <laughs> this place cuts away the bull and the niceties, revealing whoever you are to your core. I repeat his words from the summer. Isn't that what you said to me? Is that who you really are at your core? Someone so enamored with the rules that he doesn't know when to bend or break them for someone he cares about? Someone so focused on the least I'm capable of doing. He can't even believe I can do so much more? Damn. The warmth drains from his brown eyes. Let's get one thing straight, Dane. I take a step closer, but the distance between us only widens. The reason we'll never be anything more than friends isn't because of your rules. It's because you have no faith in me. Even now, when I'm survive, when I've survived against all odds and bought not one dragon but two, you still think I won't make it. So forgive me, but you're about to be some of the bullshit that this place cuts away from me. I move to the side and march past him through the tunnel, forcing air through my lungs. Other than the last year. When he entered the writer's quadrant, I can't remember a time without Dane in my life. But I can't take his constant pessimism about my future anymore. Damn. I love that. That's why I, I forgot about that. Yes. I love that. Yeah. I love a ballsy gal. And I just feel like you don't get those moments in books. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe. But like, I even think of like Feyre and Tamlin, like. They don't get that hashing out. Yeah. Like, this is why you don't Yeah. Work. So I enjoy that more reading it right now than I did. Yeah. <laughs> reading it initially, I'm sure. Um, that's why I included so much of that was because that fight really does play into mm-hmm. everything that's going to happen mm-hmm. from now on. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just like that one Violet standing up for herself. Mm-hmm. Dane's got it plainly like this mm-hmm. is why... I won't be with you. That boundary is set. And I mean, he worked her up to it in that moment. Mm-hmm. Like this whole conversation led up to that where she was just like, she said this. Mm-hmm. And also you see where his loyalties lie. And that's where we'll keep it. Yeah. And I, I mean, I held on to the, like, you don't have faith in me kind of line mm-hmm. with, you know, Zayden and, you, you know, him supposedly asking Imogen to help train her mm-hmm. and keeping her alive and everything, which I mean, he has his own motive. He has a bunch of motives there, mm-hmm. but um, that parallel. And also I go back to Aquatar and like the Reese versus Tamlin situation mm-hmm. with Feyre's abilities, with her powers and how mm-hmm. Reese always encouraged it. Yeah. So I drew that parallel there too. Mm-hmm. Violet walks out to the courtyard. She sees Zayden and Garrick standing there. Zayden lifts a brow at her. Violet flips him off and keeps walking towards her friend. Friends. I love this part. <laughs> when she reaches them, Rhiannon asks her if everything is okay. You you giggled and said, I like this part. This is not a fun part. No, I meant this part where he just like lifts an eyebrow at her and she flips him off and oh. keeps walking. I like it for a few reasons. Part of it has to do with Iron Flame. Uh... <laughs> anyway. Anyway, we're about to not get to a funny part at all. Um, um, um. When she reaches them, Rhiannon asks if everything's okay. Vi- Violet replies, Dane is an ass. Then someone starts screaming, make it stop. A crowd gathers around the source, a first year from Third Wing named Jeremiah. And I, I just sing in my head every time I read that name. Zayden moves in, putting himself in front of Violet. Jeremiah begins reading people's thoughts and stating them out loud. 
The last she says is Danes, who is thinking about Violet. And it's all like, I hope she doesn't hate me. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. I care so much. Oh, I just care because blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I'm glad I'm not in your head, my dude. Violet knows that this means a death sentence for the guy. Intensics are not allowed to live. And intensics, have we addressed exactly what they are no, at this, this point? No, this is just the mention, the first mentioning of it. This is... It's essentially mind reading, any kind of mind reading stuff Mm -hmm. to do with that. It's anything where you can read what a person is thinking or feeling Mm -hmm. or what they're about to do. Mm -hmm. Anything like super psychic, I'm guessing. Yeah. Like even if you were to be able, well, no. I was going to say even if you were able to tell the future, but that's what the big general was Mm -hmm. predicting. Like, never mind. Well, there's different kinds that mm-hmm. kind of borderline that. It just depends on the context and it I guess on who you are and if you're going to be useful too. Because like Dane's allowed to be yeah. a mind reader, mm-hmm. but because he can only, his is limited, they let him live. Jeremiah continues screaming for someone to make it stop. Zayden tells Violet to start thinking of something bookish to keep her secrets from being said out loud. The guy looks to Garrick and nearly blows their cover. When Zayden's shadows cover the guy's mouth, someone calls to a professor who pushes through the crowd. And trigger warning, if you're listening, Reese? Recent, yes. I was like, uh-huh. The you professor walks up and snaps the guy's neck. You don't get it, do you? No, because Reese is all the time talking about when her neck broke. When okay, she I was like, <laughs> there's something that he carries with him. When, If y'all remember from Akatar. <laughs> Unlike me, Reese is like, I I lost my soul when I heard your neck snap. Like he's all the time talking about when Farah died for I'm the sure first he time. Is. And so I was like, this may be triggering for Reese. Well, he's not here, and if he was, he would not be worrying about Farah. That'd be here. <laughs> <laughs> That's my man. <laughs> Faded mates. This is Reese and Caitlin all the way. It's all right. I'll have Rowan. Aelin may kill me. <laughs> it's like, speaking of faded maids. <laughs> Spoilers. 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 Oops. <laughs> They've only been out for years. It's my thing. Yeah. Like with the, the reel I posted last night, I, had, I put a spoiler warning, but I was like, these books have been out for years. I still don't know these things by now. They've been just missing it. It's yeah. not my fault. You're not educated. <laughs> I did like that, by the way. Oh, thanks. Zayden lets out a sharp breath and walks away with Garrick. Riddick says he doesn't think he wants a signet anymore. I love how <laughs> like, what if I'm a f***ing intensive too? Yeah. I'm like, Riddick, honey, I don't think it would have happened for you like that. He, it, it would cause disaster. Dane states that death is merciful compared to what will happen if you don't manifest one. Sawyer just says, and that was Professor Carr. I feel like in that exact oh. tone. I get all the professors confused. It was easier on the second book than it was the first one, I gotta say. I just started ignoring the names in the second book, which was not good because then I was like, wait, who's good? I'm not entirely sure on Fitzgibbons. I can't tell you what he does or anything about him. He's the only one I... Because I just remembered the name. (sighs) But everybody else I'm pretty good on. Her dad is... Oh, sorry. Later that night, Violet dreams of her father. Her dad is reminding her to always check her sources. First-hand accounts are best, but even first-hand accounts can be faulty. Oh. She hears a voice telling her to wake up. Sorry, 
More like, wake up! <laughs> it's what's like, do you know who's saying this? Followed wake us. Up. <laughs> Sweetie! Sweetie! Rise and shine! They're knocking on your door! Let me repeat that. She hears a voice telling her to wake up. Violet asks her dad what if she wants to be a ri- what if she wants to be a writer like her mother and Brennan. Her dad tells her that she was meant to be a scribe, and while the writers are weapons, scribes have the real power of the world. Mm. Mm-hmm. That was my comment. Okay. <laughs> the voice tells her, wake up before you die. I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. I'm Bat Dragon. I am Bat Dragon. Who's Bat Dragon? <laughs> I'm torn a neck. <laughs> we need to go to sleep. Anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm ready for more relaxation. More serious. Back to the serious stuff at hand instead of Bat Dragon. <laughs> people are going to kill her. Violet awakes, awakens to find multiple people in her room. She tries to get up quickly, but one of them hits her in the back with a sword. Luckily, she is wearing armor, so the sword just bounces off. She counts six unbonded cadets and one rider. The rider bolts, leaving the six unbonded. Her and Tarn try to think through her options. Oren, if you remember one of the assholes that tried to kill Indarna, threatens her by saying the best option for killing her is to slit her throat. Tarn tells her that he is almost there. Violet wonders who he is. Oren gets a hold of her and is seconds away from slitting her throat when everyone freezes in place. Except for Violet. Da da da! Freeze frame. Do do do. Freeze frame. Um, why is everyone frozen? Who is he? I have questions that I do remember the answers to. Thank you very much. I'm so proud of you. There's a first. It was one of those moments where I was like, oh, 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 oh. Something is happening. Something is happening. Something big. The happening is happening. It is happening. It's one of our classic podcast references. Well, well. That was one hour and 15 minutes later. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Well, well, it's time to go and shenanigan later. <laughs> I'm to wash the glitter off my face. Change and wash my face, and too. we'll play a game. Yes, I need to take a piss and we will play smartass. <laughs> Just such an elegant lady. What a lady you are. We are saying such... Imagine us in, like, the Bridgerton times. Peyton <laughs> would... <laughs> I would I would do better than all of y'all and y'all know it. First off, if I would you know, know Bridgerton, you know Eloise, and like she ain't got nothing on us. Mm-hmm. They call her a rebel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I scoff at that. Well, well, I think that about wraps up we, for today. We need to actually, s- sign off so I can take my piss. <laughs> I think that about wraps it up for today. <laughs> Thank yep. you so much for listening. Yes. We will be back and shenanigan. Later. <laughs> we will shenan again. Currently peeing on the couch. You need to hurry up. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Remember to follow us on Lessagram at Instagram pod. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.